Jack, you're one of the most improved players this year, if statistically or the most improved, into the top 50. What's been the biggest part of this surge in your form? I think there's, there's so much to it. I think the main thing for me has been about staying injury-free. The last few years I've constantly been injured and had to be off the court, um, off the practice court and the match court. So getting that consistency this year of being on court more and, and having more trust in my body when I'm competing has been the main thing. Obviously, there's still a long way to go, but I've always known that my tennis ability is good enough. It's just been about, yeah, staying on court. What have you had to do in particular to make sure that your body does hold up? Just just train more, get my get my training right and and understand that I don't need to work hard all the time. You know, it's been about trying to manage my body in a way which is smarter, not harder, if you know what I mean. So I used to play a lot of tennis all the time, but I didn't used to spend much time in the gym. I didn't used to do maybe the smaller things to to help me be the athlete I wanted to be. So um, I suppose it's just been about working smarter, not harder. There are plenty of players who are motivated by the wish to hit tennis balls and work out a tennis match and who don't like the gym work. How have you been able to enjoy that part of tennis that's clearly very important to you? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously I love tennis and stuff, but I do, I do embrace the gym stuff because I know that it's going gonna, it's gonna to pay off on the tennis court as well. You know, if, I, if I'm able to, to be strong off the court, then it's likely that that's going to transfer and help my tennis a huge amount too. So I suppose... Um, doing the stuff in the gym and, and working hard on that, even though it is um, painful at times, you know, it's, um, it's going to have a huge benefit to me on the tennis court. It's a strong work ethic, but have you had to find ways of making it fun? Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm lucky I've got always fun people around me and, and, and good, good people. And, you know, when I'm in the gym, I put the music on really loud, make sure that we create a bit of an environment that's not the same as, you know, being on a tennis court. So I think it's about balance. Some of your favourite music is what Oasis and Stone Roses. So, what tracks do you put on in the gym? I, yeah, I do like that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm, I like a mix of music. You know, I like listening to the old Britpop stuff. Obviously, all the new rap stuff that goes on, which you know maybe is a bit more more suited to the gym because um, I want to get myself going a little bit more. And when you get results like the win against Tsitsipas in Canada and Ogelia Asim in the U.S. Open, I mean, is that what tells you you're on the right track, or are they often less obvious wins which allow you to really use the work you've done in the gym to get to victory yeah I mean I, I think every win on tour is is a good win for me right now because I'm, I'm new to all of this and there's so many amazing players out there obviously these guys are a top 10 for a reason they're, they're special players um, and it's been been great to beat them and the confidence I've taken for that is is huge um, but I know that even though I've, I've, I've played them and I've, I've played well, I've still got a long way to go in terms of my physicality, in terms of how much I'm, I'm learning to be better. So I'm looking forward to, to keep on getting those challenges. Everyone says you have a huge game and clearly you hit the ball very hard, but mm. that's the modern way. Do you take that as a compliment or do you feel that there are aspects of the more subtle part of your game that you need to work on? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a big compliment when people say I've got a big game. I wouldn't want to play someone with a big game, but at the same time, I do have the attributes to, to be an all-court player as well. I'd like to think I'd be good on a clay court, grass, hard, whatever it is. You know, I, I feel like I can move well. I feel like I've got a lot of skills. Um, and I think when people play me, maybe they realise that it's not just all a big game, that I can I can do do all the stuff around that as well. Who were your idols growing up, tennis idols? Tennis idols. I mean, obviously, you've got those big, uh, big four. Sorry, uh, Andy included in that. Um, and I'd also probably say Dominic Team when I was younger was someone who I used to to love watching and was always following. So, I'd say Murray, the big three, 
and and team. And what in particular do you feel you've got from any of those? Is there one thing you could pick out from one of those that you try to use on the tour? Yeah, I mean, I think all of them, what they have in common is they're incredible competitors on the tennis court. I think they they all are quite electric when they're playing. You never know what's going to happen. But one thing you do know is that they're always going to be in the match and, and working hard for every point. And also, obviously, they've all got different styles and different ways of playing. Um, and I think as a as a young player, that was always exciting to see. There are plenty of kids who play tennis. They have fun. They dream of being on the tour. Now you're on the tour. How easy is it to keep the fun that gave you the initial motivation to be a tennis player? Yeah, I think I think it's it's very t- difficult to reflect. You know, even even when you're playing, it's like anything. You you always want to be better, and so even if you have a great week, there's always next week, and you wanna you wanna do well that week as well. So it's it's definitely tough to reflect. Um, but I always try and. Um, understand where I've, where I've come from as well and um, I do think yeah it's just a maturity thing maybe to appreciate what I'm doing right now a bit more and you're the first player from Great Britain to reach the next gen that's a, a fairly major achievement even though the tournament's only been going since 2017 nonetheless it's a great achievement what does that mean to you I think it I think it shows that I've been consistent throughout the year I think it shows that uh, I've been a been a real um real good competitor this year I think it shows that I've done like I said consistently well and that I'm one of the best under 21 players on in the world so um, I think there's lots of amazing young players out there so I, I suppose it's a compliment um, but I'm looking forward to going and playing the event I've been watching it the last few years and I set myself the goal at the start of the year to try and try and make that I think I maybe got lost along the way a little bit because other players are playing well but it's definitely something I'm looking forward to. As a British player, you're obviously from a Grand Slam nation, but there's tremendous pressure, especially come the grass court season. How do you handle that? I suppose, uh, yeah, you just can't think about it, to be honest. I, I always speak to Andy and I said, how have you done what you've done? You know, this is, is incredible. You know, that level of, of pressure, not only that, but the fact that there's so many players in the draw who are, who are incredible players. Um, and I suppose you've just got to keep your head down, not think about it and just put in the work to hopefully get you to the stage where you can can compete and do really well regardless of any pressure. Has Andy given you any specific pieces of advice that help you negotiate? I mean, unless you've been in Britain during Wimbledon, it is mm. absolutely mad, the, mm. the media storm around players, especially promising British players. Yeah, I think, you know, in my discussions I've had with him, I think he said that when he was younger, he wishes he, he enjoyed the the important moments a bit more. He wishes he had a bit more, more fun with his tennis. But I, I always say to him, well, if if he didn't, then maybe you wouldn't be where you are now, you know. So it's definitely a balance, and I think everyone's different. So um, I'll take my experience from this year, and hopefully next year I can I can be a bit better again. Because your first time on centre court was against Novak Djokovic, mm. first day of Wimbledon, and you took a set off him. I mean, yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, exactly. I think it was a bit of a blessing. Maybe I got Djokovic when I did at an early age like that to, to see the centre court to play against uh, one of the greatest players of all time was um, definitely definitely a, a really big experience for me. And um, I think from that moment, it's de- definitely helped me mentally to, to cope with certain situations I've been put in. For those people who know you only as a tennis player, I mean, there's a fair few strings to your bow. You're doing a, an online degree course. Mm. You do some modelling. I mean, tell us a bit about those. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure about the modelling. I definitely, I definitely look, I, I know that being a tennis player, you're always involved um, on a day-to-day basis, training. Um, you're always in a rush to do things. You're always looking on to the next goal. But I think it is important to, 
to have something outside of tennis like uh, my studying I try and try and learn as much as possible when I'm on the road or at home and what are you studying I did criminology for the first year. I was always very interested in that. And then I did an introduction to business management, so I know what I'm doing with any money I get. And you talk about a dream job outside tennis being a detective. Mm. I mean, is that obviously linked to the criminology? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I think I've always been a bit of an adrenaline junkie as well, so maybe... Maybe something that sort of gets the gets my blood going as well. So, do you watch a lot of the sort of police dramas on TV? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I like my um, I like my crime documentaries. God, um, what are your favourites? Oh, what are my favourites? I like Mindhunter on Netflix. That was a good series. And I mean, there's so many, isn't there? Really. And is there any comparison between trying to work out a tennis match and trying to work out who committed a crime? Oh, look, I have no idea. I have no idea, but that's the thing. I, I don't live in that world, but I, I do know that, yeah, being a tennis player, you have, to, you have to figure things out all the time. And how do you feel you're going to figure out the next stage? Because obviously this has been a breakthrough. You said it's all new. We see a number of players who struggle or maybe take a step back before they can take the next step forward how do you look forward to the next step in your career I suppose just every every day when I'm at these events I'm I'm learning all the time I'm I'm learning about different things that I didn't know before and so that's that's one of the things that's most important you know I maybe didn't know as much as I do now two months ago when I was in Montreal for instance so it's just for me it's about learning and and improving on the job if that makes sense it makes a lot of sense but keep up the fun as well exactly thank you